if you're feeling that uncomfortable, there's a reason why. And I believe that. So like do something for yourself. You're listening to small minded, the podcast that believes being small is a good thing because small steps lead to big impact. Small towns have a big heart and small businesses play a big role in our modern way of life. I'm your host, Molly Knuth, and here at Small Minded, we share stories and strategies to help small towns and small businesses flourish. Here's to a life well-lived, being small-minded. I am so excited for you to hear this episode today, listener. It is my privilege and honor to bring onto the podcast my mentor and friend, Allie I. Reeves. You've likely seen me tag her in various posts or in stories over on Instagram because Allie is truly someone who I view as an inspirational mentor because she is building a business that goes to show women what is possible. In today's episode, she talks about how that is her purpose. That is what drives her forward. And in today's episode, we talk about the approach that she's taken to hit these huge milestones and goals that she set for herself. And it's not just in the strategy. It's not just in the approach of, this is what I should do. So I'm going to take these steps to get there. And I believe that for so many of us listening, the energy is what makes the difference for each of us. We're all unique. We all have different aptitudes. We all have different preferences. And that is in our code. That is in our DNA. And in today's episode with Allie, she talks about knowing and learning about herself. And after making those changes that felt aligned to her unique needs and desires, that's when her business and her life has flourished. So be prepared, listener. It's like you're going to church. There's a couple times when I actually lifted my hands above my head as if in praise. But I know you're going to love this episode so much because we talk energy, we talk strategy, we talk motherhood, and we talk business today with my friend and mentor, Allie I. Reeves. Oh, you're going to love it. Oh my gosh, you guys, I can hardly believe that this has happened, that I've manifested this, but I am sitting across the table, like technically, from the queen, Allie Reeves. Allie, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Are you kidding? Molly, like, I, this is whenever you asked me, I was like, are you kidding? This, Of course, I feel <laughs> so honored. This is so exciting. Thank uh, you. Well, I know that the listeners are familiar with your name because I probably drop an episode of your podcast or something that I've learned from you once a week, if not more. But do you want to take a little bit to just explain to us who you are, what you do, and the impact that you are looking to make for women across the world? Mm, yeah, I would love to. Thank you. So I'm Allie. I am here to help women grow businesses that they're obsessed with, particularly in the online space. I'm really great at helping women create their own offers, create their own brand, and to create 
a wildly successful legacy for themselves. My bigger mission, and that's what I do is my job is I help women, you know, do that for themselves and grow their businesses. And my bigger mission is to show that women can be, do, and have it all, whatever all means for you personally, because that's going to be personal to each one of us. But I fully believe that we all come here with a very specific message, with a very specific mission, with very specific desires on our hearts, and we are meant to fulfill those. And I, I truly believe whether it's like a business, babies, husband, traveling, like whatever your all is, you can do it. And I'm I'm doing it for myself to show what's possible. And that's that's what I'm really passionate about. I love so much of that. And truly, so much of what I learned about the energetic side of business has come from lessons I've learned from you. So I'm so excited to dig in a little further into the energetics, the visioning, mm-hmm. and some strategy, because we all love yeah. a little strategy too. Okay. But Allie, let's go back a little bit because where you're at today is not how you started out in this entrepreneurial journey, correct? Not even close. <laughs> not even close. Nope. <laughs> so take us back to your very first business and tell us a little bit about what that looked like and the impetus that made you decide something needs to shift here. Mm-hmm. So I, I started, well, I started my own business in 2016, I believe it was about that. Yeah. It's 2016. Um, and I started it not because I thought I would, or, or I thought, um, that's what I wanted to do, but because I couldn't find a job. And my now husband was like, you should start a business because we need money. And I was like, okay. (laughs) So I started this job doing the only thing that I know how knew how to do at the time, which was managing social media. Cause that's what I did for a previous job. And, and, uh, that that's literally the only skill that I had. Luckily, OnlyFans wasn't a thing. (laughs) (laughs) I just had a discussion with some friends that we have like a informal mastermind. And I was like, you guys, sometimes OnlyFans, like the feet pictures, like I am so like, if somebody would pay me 25,000 for my feet, like, come on, let's do this. No judgment over here. (laughs) I get it. Oh my God. I'm just, I joke, like I'm, I'm joking, but also, you know, in my twenties, I honestly wouldn't put it past me. <laughs> like, <laughs> like bartending in school full-time was hard. And I, I'm just, I'm thankful I didn't have that option <laughs> because my gosh. Okay. So little joke. Uh, so yeah, I started the business, um, you know, managing essentially freelancing social media marketing to other businesses. And to my surprise grew pretty quickly in the town that I live in. Um, I got like a couple of, uh, at the time, great high paying clients and, and, you know, referrals that, that grew. And I was just a one woman show and it was great. And I did that for a good year and a half. And then I got super burnout and I was pregnant with my, my first child. I'm pregnant now with my second Um, but I was pregnant with Cruz and it was really just this moment that I had to come to where I really had to acknowledge the fact that I was not happy with what I was doing. 
And I was making at the time what I considered to be like the dream income, right? Mm-hmm. 10K months, maybe a little over here and there, six-figure business. Like that was that was like the the dream mm-hmm. um, at, at that time. And I had like kind of made it. And I was like, why does it feel this way? This sucks. I, I hate this. So anyway, after quite a bit of, of um, I guess, just honest reflection and chats with my husband, Chris, I, I just came to the conclusion that, that I had to do something different. I had to make a shift. And the only thing that I could really think of, because again, the only skill that I had was social media. So I thought, well, okay. I mean, I I'm on social media and I I've made these contacts. I have like, I have friends on there who are trying to grow these businesses. And at the time it was a lot of people in direct sales and, and they had, you know, they, they needed to make money. They wanted to make money. They had these great stories and they have businesses, but they didn't know the first thing about what to do on social media. So I said, okay, I could teach them. I'll teach them, you know? And it was this big leap. It it really, at the time, it was such a scary move. And Chris, he was like, he believed in me, but he just could not understand. We laugh about this now. We laugh <laughs> hard about this now. Cause he was like, I just, he, he's so logical. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you have this thing that's working that can scale. Like we can grow a team. You don't have to touch it if you don't want to. Like, why would you leave that? And I was like, I, cause I have to. And, uh, and it was the best decision that I ever made because now it's just insane. But, but yeah, so I shifted then and, and I had to start this brand from scratch. And that was in 2018 when I, I shifted to, um, to now like building this brand of, of somebody who teaches, um, women how to, how to do social media. You know, I started with moms and then it kind of shifted to just like women in general. And from there it has evolved from like typecasting myself as a social media person to now evolving as my own business has evolved. And now it's evolved to, it includes social media because that's a part of what we mm-hmm. do, but more like business strategy, mindset, you know, all all of life intertwined with business because that's that's how it goes. So it's evolved since 2018 to now. But the impetus was I couldn't do it anymore. I was miserable. And I think that is such an important message because so many times as women, I feel, and I feel this too, like, we feel that something that's working or something that we've started or when people are relying on us, like we have to stick it out. But mm. there comes a point where it's just, I can't do this anymore or something needs to change. And yeah. it's some. I think your story is really important for any woman out there listening who feels like they themselves are in a position like that. You have the power to grow and evolve. In fact, that's part of this process that we're on this, mm-hmm. the whole point to grow and evolve. And it often feels hard. Like you were talking mm-hmm. about the discomfort of making that decision, but now on the other side of it, there's so much good that became of that choice. Yeah. And I can think back now too, and you can, you know, the, the saying is you, you can only connect the dots looking backwards. So I can look back now 
And now it's like, okay, that was meant to happen all along, right? Like I was meant to, I never would have created what I've created now had I not had that moment and that period of time. It wasn't a moment. It was months. And it was, it was really hard, Molly. Like I was, I was really scared because because Mm -hmm. I was pregnant with our first kid, right? Like we really relied on my income as well. And, you know, to make that, that bold move to drop everything and start a brand new business, it was really hard decision. And looking back, it's like, I see why it had to happen. Mm -hmm. And And it makes me wonder too, like how many people are also feeling that same discomfort and that same pull, but facing the same fears, but won't allow themselves to move because of what's, they can't see what's on the other side, you know? And it's just like, that's the thing. And not saying that that means everybody who feels that way needs to just quit their job or, you know, start from not saying that at all, but but something needs to happen. Like if you're feeling that uncomfortable, there's a reason why. And I believe that. So like do something for yourself. Mic drop. Let's end the conversation there. No, just kidding. Okay. See you later. (laughs) (laughs) I think that is one of the big messages that people should take away from today's conversation. Like if you're feeling discomfort, something needs to make a change and you Mm you have power to do that for yourself. So let's go into this shift that you moved into. Now you're going to do teaching online. Now you're Mm -hmm. also a mom to a newborn Mm -hmm. and you're trying to do all of that at the same time. I can only imagine, well, I don't even have to imagine. That's kind of the same time that I started following you and watching your journey. I remember the mompreneur Mondays as you were like out for a walk with Cruz. Um, but talk to us about those early days of doing the business and being a new mom. How did you navigate through that season of life? It was hard. It was really, really hard. It was because, I mean, it's hard enough growing a new business and brand and not knowing how, mm-hmm. right? Luckily I, I knew social media. Okay. So that gave me an edge but like how to establish a brand and like trust. And I didn't have offers yet. I mean, I spent eight months, those first eight months, not selling anything because I I didn't know the first thing on how to sell and, and like how to create an offer. And it was just, and not to mention, you know, my son, um, at the time I, I was, I was nursing and, you know, so we didn't, we didn't have, any support at all. He stayed with me. My husband was going into an office during the day. So I would have, if I'm, if I was lucky two, three hours a day without cruise up that I could get some things done and create some content. I started doing mompreneur Mondays, which were just like, I would get on stories and, and share a tip. Do you remember they used to be like 50 stories long? It was so ridiculous. They were so It was long. great. I loved it because I was like in the beginning stages of my business too and a mom. And I was like, this is perfect. Like she's spot on here. Oh my gosh. You are, you're actually an angel for saying that. Um, I think <laughs> back and it's so cringe, but like, that's where I got started. I was like, okay, I'll just do this. And it was so fulfilling. And, the, and what I realized too, because this is my first time being a mom, that that outlet was everything to me. 
everything. I realized in that moment that I loved being a mom. I loved being a wife, but I needed more for myself. I couldn't help it. Like there people, I remember all the time people were, because Cruz wasn't sleeping for like the first 10 months of his life. So I was running on fumes, like trying to, you know, while he was napping, instead of napping, I would be trying to work and figure things out. And people would be like, Allie, nap. Like, that's, what are you doing? That's what you're supposed to do. What rest? And I was like, I can't, I gotta do, I just, and and now I know that's the main agenda in me, but also like, I, I was so driven by this. It was so fulfilling to, to create something of my own. So during those first days, it was, it was hard because it was, there was no balance at all, but what it did do was it taught me, um, the power of strategy. (laughs) Um, and it taught me, uh, that we can do hard things. We'll be okay. And, you know, and it taught me like the power of investing in support too, over time, like when we could do it and, and taking things off of my plate, which that was, it was at the end of that season that I finally was like, okay, I need help and fought for that. And again, that's something so many listeners can identify with this season Mm -hmm. of wanting to grow something that you've created but also having obligations outside of this work that you find so much fulfillment in. But to your point about like needing that for yourself, there's something in each of us that we need. There's something in each of us that drives us forward. And we need to listen to and honor that. And it gives us that energy to keep going. And I love the examples you gave about like, you know, even during nap time, you needed to keep working. And I know I can identify with that too. And now you um, can. And it's like, sometimes you just got to do what you got to do if you have this big vision that you want to realize. And I think that talking about your like 50 stories or the <laughs> messages and DMs that you were sending back and forth, like you may not have known how to like grow a brand from scratch, but that did so much for establishing your brand and getting your people to know you and building that trust with your audience. And even though you didn't know, like you, like looking back now, that was foundational to building mm-hmm. the community that you have now. It absolutely was. Yeah. I mean, the fact, look, look, we're sitting here having this conversation right now. And that's when you discovered me that that is like, that's so insane to me because I am, I'm actually like a different, I feel like I, I fully have different DNA than I had in that moment. Yeah. It's so crazy, you know, but, but yes, like I really didn't know what I was doing, but I knew enough to keep showing up. Mm-hmm. I knew enough just to keep putting one foot in front of the other. And, and, and I, I could feel that like I was figuring things out. So let's just keep moving forward. And sure enough, the, like I've, I've said this so many times, baby steps add up. Thank God, because that's what I was taking. I was taking the tiniest baby steps with a baby on my hip and, <laughs> and it, it started adding up over time. When did you start to feel that momentum really shift? So you, these baby steps were adding up. And then was there a moment where you just felt like something moved and now you were making a lot more progress or like your energy felt like it was really aligned? Was there a moment that you can go back to and say, I think that was it. 
there were different points that I can think back where I can say, okay, something shifted there, but it depends if we're talking about, you know, in terms of money or in terms of, so you're talking about in terms of energy, in terms of alignment, like good shifts, good (laughs) shifts. Well, yeah, you can talk about the challenges too, if you'd like. I know that was a very open-ended question. Well, like, like, okay. And so I started in 2018, 2019, I grew fast, right? I ended 2018 with negative $5,000, like in business, in the red, this is not working. And I had been building it for uh, almost a year. So that wasn't fun. And then 2019, I made $190,000. And it was like, wait, you you know, so like massive strides. Mm -hmm. But I will say that like, it was a hardcore grind. I mean, I grinded. And when I say that, it's because like now, again, looking back, I was trying to make my business work using strategies that were not in alignment with what I would actually want to do. Because then the the thing to do was like, you create a signature course and you relaunch it again and again and again, Mm -hmm. right? Like the Amy Porterfield way, the Jenner Kutcher way, the James Webmore way. Like that's, that's just what people did. So I was like, cool, that's what I need to do. And I was trying to do that. And it was almost as if like, I had gotten myself in the same position as my first business. I was seeing results, but I was not happy. I was running myself ragged. And so like, okay, we saw growth in 2019, but it was probably more so not until 2021 that I finally got it through my thick skull <laughs> that there were different ways to run businesses. And I, I finally saw this because I saw other examples of it. And then I finally like allowed myself to try something new and to finally like listen to myself because mm. I never trusted myself. I always kind of like assumed other people knew. So I would just do it other people's way. And I was so easily swayed and it wasn't until 2021, which is what three years into my business. Yeah. That, that things finally clicked in a way that I was like, this feels good. This is right. Ah, that's so powerful. Trusting yourself and understanding that you had it this whole time. So this whole time. What does that look like for you? You said that like that one course, that signature course that you run again and again, that didn't align. So what, what is it that you had in yourself that you were like, I think this is how I want to do it. What does that look like, Allie? Having fun with the offers that I was putting out. Mm-hmm. I love right? that and message. So, yeah. And to be fair, again, in 2018, 2019, people weren't doing that really. Like you didn't see that anywhere. I certainly didn't. I I just wasn't in the circle of, in the right circle of people. So I didn't even know that was a thing. And then I saw that it was a thing and I would see people. And what I mean by that, for me, it looked like, like, you know, little like mini trainings on this and, and micro offers here and like fun one-on-one packages and not just like relying on the same set of three or four offers for your whole business, but like. If I wake up on a Tuesday and decide that I want to do a training on X or I want to throw out three private coaching spots to help double your revenue, do it. 
So like that felt when I saw other people doing that, it was like a light bulb. I was like, that's possible. You can do that. I didn't know you could do that. And you know, and then it was like, wait, So I kind of like started testing it out myself and started having fun. And when my, and what I learned shocker was when you're excited about what you sell, it sells a lot easier insane. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so that's, that's what I started doing. So, but like everybody's different. So what I've learned, cause I have, I have clients who are very similar to me who like doing that. And then I have clients where like, that's their worst nightmare. Right. They they yeah. want the the very strict offer suite. You know, they want to relaunch, they want to create the incredible program that they relaunch three times a year and you know, do this and do that. And what I've learned is like there are many paths to success. It's just like which one do you want to go down and finding that and then allowing yourself to lean in there. Oh, that is so good. I want people to pause and like go back 30 seconds, listen to that <laughs> one more time. I think, yeah, just trying the things that align with you and knowing that what works for someone else, if it doesn't feel aligned to you, you don't have to do it and try it forever and to see success. Trust yes. yourself. Yes. And you've started doing this. You've started having more fun with your offers too, which has been so cool to watch. How have you been feeling about that? Good. It's so, yeah, I've, and I've worked, I should say too, I've worked with you in a coaching capacity multiple Mm -hmm. times over the years. And this is something that you have taught me. And there've been different seasons when I've worked with you where we, I'm like, Allie, I want to launch an online program. And you had to tactically show me, Molly, this is the program I use. (laughs) This is how I process the payment. And I'm like, okay, cool. So then I would implement, but yeah, your idea that you did about like micro offers and having some variety. I found that for me, I have a lot of fun when I can talk about social media here and I can talk about building your service-based business over here. And I can talk about Mm -hmm. how to fund. I work a lot with small towns. So how do you fundraise for your small town um, initiative? Like when I have variety, it keeps me excited and fresh and fun. And to your point, when I am excited about an offer, it makes all the difference in the world in the perception from my followers and it gets them excited to be part of it. And when I don't feel that, then obviously the results don't always come through. And so it is so much energetics that I had no idea about even as recently as about a year ago. I think Mm -hmm. it was last winter when I started finding out more about human design and mm-hmm. how my unique like profile and type and all that, how that influences me and how I can use that as a launching pad going forward with my decisions and ideas yeah. and things like that. Makes such a difference. What design are you? I forget. I'm a manifester and you're a Manny Gen, right? Yeah. So we have similarities, but also the generator part of you is a little more like you, you have like so go, much go, energy. Go. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I'm a little more like I have energy and then I need to go like take a big break. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But how powerful is that, 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 you know, that about yourself, right. Which is like before maybe you would see me go, 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 because I'm a mini gen because I have that generator in me and I'm built to work. That's what I'm here for. Mm-hmm. And you would see that 
and wonder, why can't I do that? Why am I not like her? She mm-hmm. can sit and and create for eight hours a day and I get three hours of work done. You know, so I have been all of the people that I work with. I'm like, please go learn your human design because it makes such a difference. It's just out of all the personality profiles, that's been the one that has resonated the most with me personally. I agree. And I think the same thing as you, when you are someone who works as a service-based business with clients and something that worked for you and you're trying to teach a strategy to them and you're like, I like, I just did these things and it was like so successful. And then the person you're showing it to, they're not having those same results. You can be very frustrated. They can get very frustrated, but knowing that human design makes us different and maybe you're a Manny Jen and this person's a projector and it's like, oh, you guys have very different approaches and that's perceived differently. So you have to adjust for that. So it's almost, or it isn't almost, it is, you need to know your energy first. So then you can take the strategy yes. and build to that. hundred percent. Couldn't agree more. Mm-hmm. I'm having so much fun talking with you. I don't even know what questions I had coming up. Good. <laughs> <laughs> we can just do this all day. I'm having fun oh too. Gosh, Allie. So, all right. Tell us about 2022. So 2021, you said you had this, like this shift. You learned about energy. You started learning about how this energy could work for you. You started having fun with your offers, releasing Mm -hmm. more things. Now the year 2022, which Mm -hmm. has hands down been your most successful year yet. I would say in business and in personal. Um, But tell us about the business first. What has happened so far this year that has made it such a prolific milestone year for you? A couple of things. One to note that I think has probably made carries the most weight is I got in proximity with, with women who were doing what I wanted to do. I want to create something really big. That's just what I want to do. Not everybody has that same goal. And prior to, you know, and I would say like, I really started leading into this like later last year. And prior to that, I have incredible friends. I have, I've had, you know, mentors here and there all doing amazing things, but again, they were doing amazing things in ways that essentially weren't aligned with what I figured out that I wanted to do. And I didn't know that until I tried it, you know? So then I realized, okay, this is actually how I like running my business. And this is the type of business that I want to build. I want to build a multi seven figure business, having fun with my offers, working when I want to teaching women how to do the same, you know, having it all showing people that they can have it all, all the things. So I realized like for me personally, to be able to like really get behind that that's possible for me, I need to, I need to see it. I'm a visual person. I I know people are doing it. I know somewhere in me, I have what it takes, but I don't have the proof of that yet. So I realized like, okay, I, I want to put myself in groups of women who are like doing the most insane things. So like last year I started with where I was, you know, I got in this group. It was a paid group, but I started like taking programs and stuff with these women 
And then like, I started seeing results because it was lighting me up and I started playing bigger. And in 2022, I joined my first high-level mastermind with Melanie Ann Lair. And just being in that group and that not everybody needs this, but for me, it was, it's been so impactful because this is just what they do. Mm-hmm. Like the conversation, the questions, it's all just like top, top, high, high level. And you get used to that, right? That rubs off on you. It really does. So like that has been, I know, very instrumental in just like helping me play bigger and believe, you know, cause I see these women are as human as I am. They're just like me. They have the same insecurities, the same fears. They're older than me. They're younger than me. They have kids. They don't have kids. They, you know, like all the same things were just human. They just started playing bigger before I did. That's it. Mm. So that's like helped me kind of collapse time and, and, and grow. And then I would say other than that, allowing my business to, to evolve, which we've kind of already talked about and really focusing on where I want to go versus where I don't want to go. I love that. Tell me more. So I knew I was pregnant January, 2022. That's when we found out we were pregnant and I had just signed up for this massive coaching commitment for a full year. I was hiring my first full-time employee. Mm -hmm. I had more business expenses than I've I ever even thought I would have all of a sudden it was a brand new year and now I'm pregnant and you don't know how your pregnancy is going to go. Right. Mm -hmm. You don't know. Like whenever I was pregnant with Cruz, I didn't have, I mean, I had my other business, but like, it was very different. So there was this moment where I was like, Oh my gosh, how is this going to go? Are people still going to want to work with me? Like, do people want to hire pregnant coaches? I don't know. I've never hired a pregnant coach before, you know, (laughs) like, Mm -hmm. are people going to like assume that I'm tired all the time or that I can't handle it? Or maybe they're not going to want to like sign long-term commitments with me, or you just don't know. You don't know how your first trimester is going to go. It's just, there's so many questions in the air and I dipped deep into fear really. And I had to catch myself. Because I realized like, that's not the vibe. I know that where you, where you focus your attention that grows, you know, so I understand and you don't want to create, you don't want to take action and and make decisions from a place of fear, place of scarcity. So I had to make a very bold declaration in the beginning of 2022, that this year was going to be my best year yet. Whatever that means, whether that means like my business truly grows and and revenue or, or like whatever lessons I learn, whatever happens, it's going to add up to like my greatest year yet, whatever that looks like. And I decided that like, I was going to be an example, you know, as long as my health and my baby's health was good, I was going to be an example of a mom and, and pregnant woman who's thriving in business. I just made that declaration. I'm going to be an example. I'm going to show, show them what's up. And that's how I started moving and taking action. 
and it's happened. <laughs> like it's, mm-hmm. it's been an incredible, incredible year and it's August, right? It's just like, it's just insane what's happened. And I know, I know it's because I had that moment and I had to keep redeciding that I had to keep rechoosing that because there were plenty of times where I was like, ah, I don't know if this is going to work. This is hard. This is scary. Mm-hmm. And I had to keep like bringing myself back. What? No, like focus on where I wanted to go versus not. Right. And like the analogy that I think of is like when you're driving down a road, where are you looking? You're looking at where you want to go further down the road. You're not looking off to the side at the train wreck happening on the right side of the road. Cause what are you going to do? You're going to wreck. Mm-hmm. So like constantly reminding myself of that has been really, really helpful. There are so many like sound bites that I have of you from this year that stick out in my head that all speak to moments that you've just shared with us. Choosing to sit at the table of people who you want to be like, getting yourself in that room so you can play bigger, Um, play to win, don't play not to lose. Those are things that I have heard from you. And it's like, it makes so much difference because I know like in this season of my business this summer, I've been making a lot of big moves and they have been scary as fuck. And Mm -hmm. so it's like, honestly, when you go through these growth seasons, you can feel like you're, and I know listeners can't see this, but like, if I'm like growing, it can feel like you're a balloon, just like expanding, expanding, Mm -hmm. expanding. And you get to a scary point and you're like, I'm just going to let a little air out of this balloon and you contract and play back down. Mm, And I love that. It's just, do you, I feel that sometimes where I'm like, Ooh, I just need to come back inside where it's comfortable. And then I think of another soundbite from you and I think Kelly Brock, but it's like, if you keep moving exclusively forward, not Mm. moving back, not looking back like your car analogy, you're going to get where you aim and making that decision to keep moving exclusively forward is so scary. And you're going to encounter challenges and hurdles and hardships, but that's how you get where you ultimately want to go. Declare, Mm -hmm. get yourself at the table and Mm -hmm. then move exclusively forward. And I've learned all that from you. Well, I love you. (laughs) It's yeah. And I love, I love like the car analogy that that's one of my, I use it all the time. Yeah. When you're, when you're headed somewhere great, there's of course going to be roadblocks. There's going to be times where you hit traffic. There's going to be times you get lost, right? So when you're lost or you hit traffic or you need to stop a minute, just replug back in, in the GPS, where we're going, get back on track. And that truly is like, it sounds so simplistic, but the exclusively forward acting in agreement with what you actually want to create. When you make your decisions day to day, is this in alignment with that bigger picture, with the bigger vision that I'm headed toward? Or is this towards something else that I ultimately don't want? And it's really easy when you're in a place of fear, when you're in a place of, of doubt to that's when you start making these decisions that are not in line with that bigger picture because fear and doubt, mm-hmm. which is fine because you always get to course correct, but I think like with practice, it gets easier and and you build faith because you start to see, wait, this works. I'm getting somewhere. 
And that builds like your faith muscle a little bit, which is really nice. So if you're in a place, I would say anybody who's in a place where like you try and make these decisions, but fear keeps winning, practice with small decisions. Because over time, it really is like a muscle, you know, over Mm -hmm. time, you're going to start to notice, okay, when I start thinking in this way, when I start moving in this way, I start seeing results that are what I actually want. And it just builds your confidence. And then you're able to make bigger leaps moving forward versus like forcing yourself to take these giant leaps because Molly does it or because so yeah, whoever does it, it's like, no, 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 start with where you are, move at your own pace. You will, you will increase speed. Oh, that's so good. That was one of, one of my questions was like, what are your tips? What are like the actual tactical things that people could do? And I love that taking small steps from where you are, not from the person next to you, where she is, where you are today, take small steps. And I know you have like some daily practices too that you've incorporated to kind of help you with this. Mm -hmm. Can you walk us through a little bit of that? Yeah, I have, I call it like an embodiment ritual. Mm -hmm. I don't do it every day. I do it a lot of days. Um, and, And also you can do this at any time during the day. But the way that I think about it is there's that future version of you, right? Like that person at the end of the road that you want to be. We all have that person. So number one is like, who is this person gets, you have to know who this human is, who is she? And it's you, it's in you. It's just you in the future, right? It's you like who's lived life, who's built the business. You have the wisdom you're you, but different. So you want to be clear on, on who this version of you is. Cause that's number one. You have to know what we're aiming for here. So for me, it was like, okay, let, let's just say like the seven figure version of me, the, the version of me, who's built the seven figure business, who is she's there. Get clear on a few things. Number one, how does she think about business? What kind of offers does she put out? Like what, what kind of decisions is she making? How does she feel day to day as, as a seven figure business owner, like what's her attitude? What's her confidence? Like, who does she surround herself with? How does she take care of herself? How does she dress? How does she, you know, you can kind of like have fun with it, Mm -hmm. but then you have this archetype, you know, this, this, this idea. And again, it's just you just a few steps ahead. And the key with an embodiment ritual or the point is like, you can tap into that now. You can tap into this future version of you right now because it all just comes down to how you feel because how you feel is going to dictate how you move, how you operate, the decisions that you make, the behaviors, like all of that. It's going to trickle down. So you can tap into any feeling right now, instantly. So you're going to look at this, you're going to say, okay, how would she feel? So for me, a seven-figure business owner, She's proud of herself. She's confident. She doesn't doubt what she's doing. She is, um, she feels calm. There's no like needing to rush around and there's no scarcity around money. It's just like what she wants to do and what's most in line and makes sense with the brand versus like just making money, you know? 
So like, that's the feeling, that's the vibe that I'm going for. Now, the more that I can access that every single day, the more that I am aligning myself to this frequency, right? So you can align yourself to any frequency that you want. So this frequency is, is here. People can't see this, but like my, my hand is up. Let's say like, you know, 101 FM. That's the frequency of the seven figure version of me right now. I'm down at like 88 FM. So how do I like, I I just need to align myself a little bit more. And the more that you do that, you start attracting those level of results. You start attracting like what the energy you put out, you bring right back to you. So if you're acting more confident, if you're acting more proud of yourself, if you're acting more calm in your life, you're going to not only like people are going to see that and pick that up, but also you're going to start attracting more of those opportunities and vibes too, as well. So to get back to your question, an embodiment ritual is just something that you can do to snap yourself from like 1.0 version of you to 2.0 version of you. Because mm-hmm. our 1.0 version is who we've been for years. Those are the habits that we have. That's like the version of us now who's fantastic, by the way. But the 2.0 version of you is just that person, but a little bit wiser, a little bit more successful, a little bit whatever more you want, you know? So it's like, how can we snap into her? So there are many ways that you can do this. For some people, they like to meditate to get into this vibe. For some people, when they work out, they just activate. It's, it's like, think of it like an activation. You know, you go, and I do this all the time. Like I'll walk into a workout, like the most miserable troll and I'll walk out like a boss ass bitch, you know? <laughs> just like uh-huh. night and day difference. Cause you're activated. There are times I can hear a song, like whenever I'm driving and you just hear a song and you're like, I feel like I could run through a freaking wall right now. Like I am a different version of myself in this moment. And mm-hmm. I would make different decisions in this moment than I would make five minutes ago before the song. So it's figuring out what you want to do to activate that. So like what I do most often is I like to journal. That's, that's like my way of activating. So I have a page in my journal that is like all the things that I'm working toward the energy I want to feel, the business that I want to create, the results that I know I'm creating. I go and I read that every single day. And then I journal what I'm thankful for, the current clients that I have now, the current results, the challenges that I'm going through now that I know that are making me into a better version of myself, a more wise version of myself. And then I write out what I'm choosing to call in for the day, how I'm choosing to to show up, how I want to feel you know, or, you know, if there's something I need to work through and I, that's like my process of activating, but this could look different for everybody. And you can switch it up every day if you want to, but it's just like that, that shift from 1.0 to 2.0. And the more often you can do that, the faster you're going to see those level of results. I feel like you just took me to church. I was like, <laughs> yes, praise. I'm sweating. <laughs> Oh, I could see in your face and hear in your voice the passion and the belief and the just like the energy around this practice for you. And I have throughout like various moments of this year, I feel too that like I've been having these conversations with higher level conversations about like like your higher self. What does future yeah. you look like? How would she make the decisions? And 
for me, I will say like, if you're new to this, like I was, it was I was like, this is really hard to do. I don't know what mm. she looks like. I don't know what she wants. And if you're somebody who struggled with that or struggles with that too, I will say like, just like anything, the more you do it, the clearer it gets. And there's just pieces of it where all of a sudden you're like, oh yes, that is how she is. And that is how she carries herself. And this is what she prefers. And this is not what she wants. And so Mm. it can be very hard at first, especially if you're somebody who is used to like, almost like deferring to others. Cause Mm. I feel like if you're stretched really thin, sometimes you have a hard time deciding what it is that you want. And so that higher self-practice can be a little bit of struggle, but the more you practice it, the more you get into that the more, like you said, it's easier to tap into her and know what that is that will be future use decision. Yeah. And then it becomes second nature. And before Mm -hmm. you know it, that's just, you start making moves from that energy, right? That's just like, that's how you start thinking. And then before you know it, that's the results that you start creating. It's just, it's really fascinating, but I, I would agree with you in the beginning. It's, it's practice, right? You're breaking old habits but it's like, is it worth it to you? You know? And and for me, this is fun. Like I have way more fun when I feel like the more powerful version of myself than like mm-hmm. the more victim version of myself, we have all versions in us. So it's like, for me, it's like, okay, I'm just going to keep practicing. I'm not going to nail it every time. God knows. I, I still got, there's a reason why I don't have a seven figure business yet. I'm not nailing it completely, but like we're getting there. So yeah. It's the game. Oh, Allie, I could literally talk to you forever, but <laughs> we're getting close on time. So I want to be honorable of your time. But before we sign off, I do want to say, tell us about this most recent month in your business and what have the results been after all of these different milestones along the way. We talked about them. We've talked about the energy. We've talked about the belief and the practice. So what was the result of all that just last month? So just last month, I celebrated my first six-figure month, yay! which is insane because I've been working toward this for a really long time. And it was something that I just, I just wanted to do, right? Just like to say, I freaking did it. And also, you know, business expenses. But, but yeah, so we hit $120,000 in July. Allie, that's awesome. And it really was, what was cool about it was, again, I declared it. That was, I mean, I I worked toward it. It definitely took work. I I certainly did not like walk around meditating and, and like brought this to fruition with my mind. I worked my butt off. I launched quite a few things, but something else that I did that I know carried so much weight was that I declared it mid-month before I knew it was going to happen. I had a feeling I knew it was possible. I was like, wait a second, this, wait, 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 this could happen. And I actually like got on my podcast and, and I was so nervous. I was like, don't do this. You're insane. Like, because if I don't hit it, then I have to say I didn't hit it. And then like, I teach women how to do this. So like, are they going to think that I don't know what I'm doing? You know, like your brain does this whole thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, I'm, 
I'm just going to decide that I'm going to do it period. Like no other options. We are hitting six figures this month, no matter what. And I claimed it publicly. And I think it was like the 27th or the 28th, we crossed hundred K and it was just, it was really fun. I'm, I'm really proud of it. Cause that's the first time that I've hit anything, even on track for seven figures. My highest month prior to that was 78 K. So I still hadn't even hit like anything in line with seven figures. So that was a big deal too. It's just, and I I, love that you talked about too, like it wasn't, it also wasn't at the expense of your personal peace or like that you made it a priority that you weren't going to, you still had to do the work, but it wasn't going to be at the expense of your health Mm -hmm. or anything like time with family. I thought that was so admirable too. We traveled that month. We, um, have been sleeping more than I ever have. I maintain workouts, like spend a ton of time with my kid. Yeah. And well, and that's like part of, I made this deal with God that like, show me that it's possible to do it this way. Like, let me show that we can grow these businesses, not at the expense of our peace of our time with our kids. There's going to be seasons. Okay. Like, listen, there's going to be, I've worked weekends. Mm -hmm. I've recently like this happens, Yes, but over a long stretch, right. I'm talking like consistent sacrifices. Like if this is possible, let me do it so I can show other women. And this is something that has been like a driving force for me. So as I, like, I, part of the deal with this is like, I need to stay true to myself. Like, yeah, I'm going to launch multiple things, but I'm still going to keep up with my workouts. I'm still going to clock out technically, you know, five 30 or so I'm going to be present with my family and I'm going to give hundred percent to my current clients while I'm out growing my business. Like it's going to be at the expense of nothing. And if that is possible, let me do it so I can show other women how to do it too. And it happened. So now I'm like, cool, let's go. (laughs) It's it's a thing. It's a freaking thing. Who knew? When I saw that story that you crossed it, I I felt like such a nerd. But I I was like, oh my God, she did it. (laughs) I was so excited for you too. Well, thank you. Allie, thank you so much. If, oh gosh, I could ask you a million more questions, but I so appreciate this time that you gave us today. I know that people are going to walk out of this experience, listeners, just different. They're going to have a, a different outlook. They're going to feel the energy of this conversation and it's going to have a ripple effect. So I really appreciate your time and your wisdom you. and your message today and just for being such an awesome mentor to me. So thanks for all you do. Molly, thank you. Thank you for being an example as well. And for trusting yourself and allowing yourself to evolve and doing this work and sharing the brilliance that you share, like you inspire me. So thank you. This was so cool that I got to come on here and chat with you. Thank you. I guess one more thing before I head out, Allie, can you remind listeners, and we'll have this everywhere, but if they are interested in following you, potentially working with you, where can they access that? Uh, hit me up on Instagram. Instagram's where I hang out the most at Allie I Reeves, A-L-L-I-E-I-R-E-E-V-E-S. And then I have a podcast, Six Figure Influencer. So those are like the main places you can hit me up at any time. 
um, we always have something going on and plenty of ways to, to dive in for free or not. Lots of different options. So you can always hit me up and say, Hey, Oh, I love that. Thank you so much queen for being here. Thank you. Hey there, thank you so much for tuning in to another edition of the Small Minded Podcast, the place on the internet where we celebrate small towns, small businesses, and the people who love them. If you enjoyed this episode, we would be forever grateful to have a review of your experience over on iTunes, Spotify, our website, or wherever you tuned in today. And as always, we welcome you sharing this podcast with your friends and family on social. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Small Minded Podcast or at mollyknuthmedia.com slash podcast. Please go out, make today a good one. Take a small step towards a bigger impact. Here's to a life well-lived being small-minded. <laughs>